It's Tuesday, July 23, 2013. I am so pumped. New EPA administrator, new fights over fracking and emissions. Deadly British heat wave. Deadly floods in India. U.S. heat wave shuts down nuclear plants. Radioactive water leaking from Fukushima. Plus... Russia building floating nuclear power plants. What could possibly go wrong? All of that and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. All of science has become politicized. Huh, I wonder how that happened, Rush. Science has been corrupted too. Look at global warming. Yeah, look at that. Life, we only have one and it's not meant to be spent in denial. Oh, the irony. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, a lot of really bad, really troubling weather news across the globe today. This just in London has its hottest day in seven years. It was 92 degrees on Monday. Most disturbingly, the death toll is now nearing 800 in London over the heat wave over the past two weeks there. Very troubling. Yes, because most buildings in Britain are not equipped with air conditioning, less than 1%. So people are really not prepared for these excessive heat events that we're seeing more often with climate change. Of course, everybody's paying attention to the baby and not to the 800 people who have died over the past two weeks. Right, and these extreme swings are what scientists were warning about. This is right after Britain had one of their wettest and coldest years on record. Now, the climate change denial industry is shifting tactics. They're saying it's too expensive to reduce the fossil fuel emissions that are causing global warming. They're conveniently ignoring the rising death toll of extreme weather disasters. Catastrophic flooding in India that we reported on last month has now been officially declared the fourth deadliest weather disaster on the planet since 2000. A record early monsoon season hit southern India with weeks of record rain caused massive flooding that killed at least 6,000 people. That's 6,000 people killed by an extreme weather event and it was virtually unreported in the U.S. corporate media. Last week's heat wave in the U.S. did make the news for breaking records across the country, like in Washington, D.C., that saw the longest streak of high temperatures on record. That stayed above 80 degrees for five days straight, beating the most recent heat streak that was set just two years ago. That same excessive heat wave forced several nuclear power plants in the U.S. to power down right when they were needed most. Why? Because the seawater that was used to cool those reactors was too hot to use. The seawater, not river water lake water, seawater was too hot to use. Right, because of the heat wave. Higher temperatures do come with summer, of course, but these extreme swings and extreme events are increasing in frequency, just as climate scientists predicted. You know, it's amazing. Scientists have been warning about what will happen in, you know, decades from now. But if you look at the death toll, if you look what we are facing already from climate change, from global warming, uh, it's astounding when taken in aggregate. And it seems like nobody is connecting the dots out there. They're trying to over at the EPA, where Gina McCarthy was finally allowed to become administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency after a protracted fight. And she did hit action on climate change in her first video message to EPA employees. We have a clear responsibility to act now on climate change. That's what President Obama has called on us and the American people so that we protect future generations. This agency has the courage to act. 
But congressional Republicans and coal state Democrats are resorting to an old tactic to halt the EPA, gutting the EPA's budget by one third and defunding the EPA's new standards to cut pollution from power plants in the new budget proposal that House Republicans are putting together. They've also just voted to not fund energy efficiency standards for light bulbs and ceiling fans that would have saved consumers money on their electricity bills. Right. But that's the House. They can vote on whatever they want. It's not going to pass in the Senate. It's not going to be signed by the president. We hope. Meanwhile, an anonymous EPA official admitted last week that the EPA dropped several investigations into groundwater pollution caused by fracking operations because of heavy industry pressure. New draft rules were just issued by the EPA telling the oil and gas industry to stop and shut down wastewater injection wells that are causing earthquakes. We'll see if that rule survives industry pressure. In Japan, TEPCO finally admits that radioactive water is leaking into the ocean. After years of denial, the company that owns the devastated Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant acknowledged the leaks have been flowing probably for two years. You mean all of those crazy conspiracy theorists like Bradblog.com were, were right to warn about this? Absolutely. Go figure. Which makes Russia's newest nuclear scheme even more questionable. The Russian government is planning to use floating nuclear power plants in the Arctic. You heard that right, putting modified nuclear reactors that would be used to power ships on floating platforms to generate electricity for remote areas of the Arctic. They're going to put floating nuke plants in the same place that Shell tried to put floating oil platforms up in the Arctic? Same idea. And kept running aground? Yep. Brilliant idea. What could possibly go wrong? For much more on that and the other stories we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, find us and like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. From Russia with love I fly to you